How are we doing tonight, men? That doesn't sound good. That sounds better. Okay, now let's review. Okay, in chapel, I'm going to treat you like men, so I'm expecting you to act like men. You haven't done so well. Okay, now look up here. Give me your eyes. You have not paid attention very well in chapel. Okay, you need to be focused on the word. Okay, and you need to listen. Okay, I'm going to treat you like men. That's all we're going to say about it. I want you to do better tonight. Okay, what did we talk about last night? Remember, we said that our life is like vapor, right? And you remember the steam? It floats away. It's gone. Your life is just like that. Boom, it's gone. And we looked at the future last night. And what did the Bible say? That we do not know what will happen tomorrow. We can't know, but God does, right? And so we're going to continue to look to the future by looking to the Lord And tonight, we're going to focus about eternity by asking this question, will it last? And the idea that we're going to look at tonight and tomorrow night is that there are things that people pursue in life. Some people pursue money. Some people pursue success. Will those things last into eternity? And tonight, we're going to look at those, and we're going to look at verses that tell us whether or not they're going to last. But this idea, this question, I didn't get it on my own. I have some YouTube guys that I like to watch that help me get this idea. Have any of you ever, oh, we'll come back to that. Have any of you ever heard of Rhett and Link? Now, that's, that's Rhett right there, and that's Link, and then that's me. I got to meet him a couple months ago. And they have a YouTube series called Will It? They like to ask the question, will it something? And here's some of them that they've done in the past. They've asked, will it nugget? So they want to make chicken nuggets out of other things. So they said, will snails nugget? Do you think snails would make a good chicken nugget? They thought that they did. They said, well, why don't we try making a corn dog out of possum? They said, will it corn dog? And the answer was, yes, possum corn dogs, okay? And they said, will Pepto-Bismol make a pretzel? They made a pretzel out of Pepto-Bismol, and no, Pepto-Bismol does not pretzel. And then they tried to make ice cream out of frogs. And I'll just let you watch that one. And so this idea, will it, Tonight, what's our question? It's not, will it pretzel or corn dog? It's, will it last, okay? And just for fun, we're going to watch a little clip of these guys. They asked a question, will it beef jerky? And they're going to try and make jerky out of macaroni and cheese. So let's watch them for just a moment. Sometimes if it's left out in my kitchen for days and gets all hard, I'll still eat it. So I have high hopes for... Mac and cheese. Um, That's right. Mac and jerky. And look at that. Uh, It looks like chicken fingers. Chicken fingers with a little cheese on them. Now, all we've done is taken uh, Velveeta mac and cheese, boiled and prepared it like normal, then diced it up, and then added a little diced. Ooh, that's got a good cheese on top of it, guys. I forgot what the term for smell was. That's got a good nose flavor. (laughs) (laughs) It really does. Man, I could smell that all day. It's like a cheese finger, man. I just put my nose all over it, but you can still dink it with me. I predict 
that this moment will be memorable. Will be, is going to be one that we're going to remember. It's when our lives changed. Ah, you're building up too on much. On a culinary level. building up too much. Feel great about it. Dink okay. it and sink it. Mm. It's a little warm. Rubbery. There's a, there's a Kurdish squeegee happening. <laughs> like Cur- cheese curd. Kurdish sweet squeegee? <laughs> it's the Kurdish squeegee. <laughs> um, ah! I'm going to punch is myself. This really, is so good. Really, really top notch, guys. That is really top notch. That is really, really good. Oh, my goodness. Do you know what? It's better than I mac was and right. cheese. This is better than anything. Well, you know, the, it's re- so, the cheese is so concentrated. It's concentrated. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's like eating, it's like if you poured the powder in your mouth and you formed it in there and just like let it live there for a day and no. then, you, then you ate it. Not quite like that. Oh, my God. But sometimes you take so many bites of mac and cheese just to get satisfied. <laughs> this, for me, is just like I had like a half a bowl of mac and cheese every bite. And there's still half a, li- a bowl in every bite. We sell it. That's the slogan. <laughs> Will it jerky? Yes. yes! You ever seen a dead, dried up s- <laughs> To be continued. Okay, now calm down. Now you see what they did. There's a point to this. They took that ingredient. They said, mac and cheese. Will it beef jerky? And they tested it. And what did they say? Yes, it will. So tonight, we're going to look at three things. And our, our question is, will it last? Okay. So the whole point of watching that, so you'd remember, will it, will it last? Okay, what's our first thing we're going to look at tonight? If you have a Bible, turn to 1 Peter chapter 1, okay, 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 8. And what we're going to look at first is money. You guys brought a lot of money with you to camp, didn't you? I know you did, because I've watched you in just slushy. Like life's going to end tomorrow. You're buying candy like it's going out of style and you're paying for it. You've all got money. And you realize, now stay with me here, stay with me. Let me see your eyes, men. There are people that live their entire lives trying to get money. They try to get as much of it as they can because they believe that if they get enough money, life will be easy, they'll be happy, They'll have satisfaction. It's a lie. Do you know why it's a lie? Well, let's look at our verses. 1 Peter 1, verse 7. I think that's wrong. I think it's verse 8. Let me see here. I want to read it out of my copy. No, it is verse 7. Verse 7. That the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than, and here it is, gold that what? Perishes. What does it mean to perish? Go away, die. You know what happens if you leave food sitting out on the counter? It decays. You know, you have a banana, and what color is a banana when you buy it? Yellow or white, right? What happens if you leave that banana on the counter for a month? It turns brown and black and disgusting. How many of you like to eat those bananas when they're brown and disgusting? That's disgust. You're disgusting. You should not eat those bananas. Okay, calm down. Stay with me. Hey, stay with me, man. Stay with me. Shh. Hey, guys, you don't need to talk. You can answer me, but then you can be done talking after you answer. That's generally how question and answer goes, okay? So what happens if you leave a banana out? It decays. What does the Bible say will happen to money? It will perish. It will decay. It will not last into eternity. 
I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how you get it. I don't care where you keep it. If you keep it in a sock under your bed, or you keep it in a bank or a safety deposit box, if you have $1, you have $1 billion, it will perish. You see that? Now, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18, repeats the same exact thing. Look at it. Chapter 1, verse 18. Knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things, like what? Silver or gold. What will happen to money? To things that are valuable, they will decay and perish. So, remember that question that we looked at, will it last, right? I'd like to do what they do in the video. Okay, I'm going to let you respond, but I'm going to trust you that after you yell the answer, you're going to then be quiet, okay? Can I trust you to do that? Okay, so, our question, will it last? No! No, it will not last. Okay, now, here's what I want you to think about. If you're looking to the future, you're looking to eternity. There's a moment when you will enter eternity, you'll die, and then the rest of your life outside of your body starts. And money does not last into that life. Should you live for it now? Is it the most important thing in your life? Should it ever be the most important thing in your life? No, it's not. And why is that? Because it does not last. You with me? Okay, now let's look at one more. So money, if you're following along in your notes, money does not last. Number two, second bullet in your notes, let's talk about our bodies, okay? Now, can you see that guy up there? He's big, right? We're going to talk about him, but I want to look at these verses first, okay? This is Ecclesiastes 12. You don't have to turn there. Just look up at the screen, okay? And it says, Ecclesiastes 12:7. remember your creator before the silver cord is loosed. That's a euphemism for death, Okay? The silver cord loosening, it's like the string being cut. It's life is ending, you're dying. So before you die, remember your creator, or before the golden bowl is broken, again, it's death, or the pitcher shattered at the fountain, or the wheel broken at the well. Then, okay, you see that word, then? At your death, that's the timing it's talking about. When you die, what happens to this body, your flesh. You see it there? The dust will return to the earth as it was. And this points all the way back to Genesis when God made man. How did he make Adam? He formed him out of the dust of the earth. God didn't say, I'm going to make a man, let there be a man, and poof, there was a man. God made the universe, he made the earth, and he made dust. And then out of the dust, literally, he he gets the mud, and he formed Adam's body, and that's what we're made out of. When we die, guess what we do? We decay, we return to dust, because that's what we're made out of. And there's another part of us, too, and the Spirit will return to God who gave it. I just want you to remember that for tomorrow night, because we're going to talk about that again tomorrow. So our bodies, they're made out of dust, Okay, what about a body that's just incredibly large, strong, and impressive? 
Okay, this guy right here, his name is Brian Shaw. He's a four-time world's strongest man. He is 6'8", 454 pounds, and right here he is deadlifting somewhere in the realm of 1,000 pounds. Okay, now for perspective, that's like if he took six of you, put you on a bar, and then lifted you up, give or take. That's really strong, guys. The average person can't deadlift three or four hundred. And this guy's touching thousands. He's incredibly huge. Now, do any of you know who Arnold Schwarzenegger is? Have you seen pictures of him? He's really big and strong, right? Right? He's a Terminator. This is Brian Shaw next to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Just to give you a perspective, this guy could eat you for breakfast, okay? And he'd still have ice cream for dessert. He's huge. If you wanted someone to take into a fight, Brian Shaw's the guy to take. Or maybe Nick Oliver, but I'd start with Brian Shaw. Okay? This guy's body is huge, impressive, strong. He can throw things. He can lift things. But guess what's going to happen? When he dies, what's going to happen to that body? That impressive specimen is going to perish. It's going to return to dust because even as impressive as it is, it's temporary. And we're not even close to that guy. But guess what? Our bodies? <laughs> Who said that? Vincent? That's a lie, brother. <laughs> You're not as impressive. This guy is like ten times your size, okay? Every one of us, when we die, what did the Bible say in Ecclesiastes 12? What will happen to this body? It will return to dust. So, will it last? Okay, time out, time out, time out. You seemed a lot more convinced that money wouldn't last. So I'm going to ask you again, and I expect a fervent response. Okay? Will it last? No! Thank you. Okay, so how many people do you know, and I don't want you to answer, how many people, your friends, people you've met at school maybe, all they care about in life is money, but then, how many people do you know that they're just so afraid of how they look in front of other people? A lot. Have you ever felt embarrassed because you don't look like somebody else? Yeah. Who cares? It's not going to last, guys. Is our image, our body, the most important thing? No. Why? It will not last. It is not eternal. And we're going to look at this a little bit more tomorrow night. But when we die, something happens. Okay? Death is not when your heart stops beating. The Bible defines death as when your soul, your spirit, is separated from your body. That is what death is. And you physically die, and that's when your soul separates from the body. But there's more than one death in the Bible. Okay? There's more than just physical death. There's a spiritual death. Now, if you remember back in Genesis 3, when God told Adam and Eve, he said, don't eat from that tree, right? And they disobeyed. And God promised them that when you eat of that tree, you will die, okay? And we're not going to turn to Genesis 3, 
But when they ate that fruit, did they drop down dead? No. They did not physically die when they ate that fruit. What happened was that they spiritually died. There in their heart, in their soul, was created a separation between them and God because of their disobedience, which we call sin. And why this is important is because that soul, it lives beyond physical death. Our body does not, but the soul does. But if you die physically, so you die here, the body's done, and your soul is still spiritually dead, you experience what is called eternal death. If you die physically and are spiritually dead, you will spend eternity not with God, but being punished by God. This is very serious. We talked about it this morning. Those dirty diapers, you rejected them. Guess what? If you die physically and your soul is still spiritually dead, guess what God does to you? He says, reject. And that's where someone goes to hell. And so when we start looking to the future, and we look at, will it last? And we know our body won't. You need to understand very well, and we'll look at it tomorrow night too. Your soul does last. But it doesn't always last in heaven because of sin. And you need to know that. And again, we'll come back to that tomorrow night. If you're concerned about that, if you're not sure if your soul is spiritually dead or not, if you've been saved, if Christ is your Savior, I'll say the same thing I said last night. You need to talk to your counselor. You can come talk to me. But we're going to talk about that every chapel for the rest of the week. But you need to consider, when my body dies, when it doesn't last, and I go into eternity, what's going to happen to the rest of me? Okay? We're going to move on from there for now. But that's really, really important, young people. Okay, so money, will it last? Okay, bodies, do they last? Okay, we're going to look at one more. Success. Ah, now, you guys know what that is right there? That is the Lombardi Trophy given to the champions of the gridiron of the National Football League every February. And it's something that I pray and hope that someday the Chicago Bears will have again. Okay, 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 okay. Shh. Men, we can agree to disagree. We can agree to disagree. I know some of you are probably Vikings fans. Okay, yep, okay. Now, everybody, calm down, calm down. Now, we're going to look at another verse that talks about success, okay? And I love football, I love sports. And so, for me, when I was growing up, I framed success in how well I did in things like football. And a lot of people do that. Maybe you're tempted to do that. And what if you were to win the Super Bowl, you might say, wow, I'm successful. Okay? Now, look what the Bible says in Ecclesiastes 1. Okay? It says, there is no remembrance of former things, nor will there be any remembrance of things that are to come by those who will come after. Translation, what you accomplish in this earthly life, when you die, it doesn't last. 
people forget about what you've done and all the things you've gained through your success, your prominence, your popularity. None of those things mean anything when you're standing before God in eternity. Success does not get you into heaven, young people. It never has, it never will. It's a lie that happiness and joy in life come from success. It's not true. Okay? Now, when I was growing up, I already said I played football. And I thought that to fit in, I had to do well in football. Okay? Any of you play football? Just raise your hand. Any of you play like, like basketball? You run track? I don't know. You do something like that. And you want to do well. And I thought that if I did well, then I would have friends, I would have fun. Something happened to me when I was in high school. I just finished my freshman year of playing football, and my shoulder was hurt. Football and success in football was how I defined my whole life, and then I had a doctor tell me, you can't play anymore. Now, that poses a problem if that's my whole life, isn't it? If success is what I'm living for, and then I can't do that thing anymore, I can't play that sport, I had a problem. And you know what happened? I got really mad at God. God, why would you do this to me? I'm a good person, which isn't true because I wasn't. I was a sinner, just like all of you. I didn't deserve one thing from him, but I thought I did. And I said, God, why would you do this to me? I'm good. I, I try to listen to my parents. I don't cuss all the time. And you know what? God used that in my life to show him, show me his son. He took what I loved away from me so that I could see something much, much greater. And that year when I couldn't play football... I had someone tell me what you've heard this week. That there is an eternity coming and you should live for that instead of silly things on this earth that are temporary. And I just want to challenge you with that idea, with that thought. If success will not last, is that the most important thing you should live for? No, but hold on. You shout no, but I know. I know some of you do live for those things. How many of you, and I know this gets on dicey ground, how many of you play a video game and when you get killed, you just get so upset? Yeah, okay, I didn't ask you to raise your hands, but that's helpful. Now hold on, hey, okay, stay with me. What happens when you get upset from that game? You know what's happening? You're getting upset because you care about that success. You lost. And that's why you get mad. Oh, they got me. And you try to get better and you get better. Guess what? Those video games are never going to give you anything in this life. Maybe if you play them with your friends, it's fellowship. But when you go into eternity, no one's going to care how good you were at Fortnite. And you, no, hey, listen to me. Hey, 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 hold on. I'm not joking, guys. Do I, am I laughing? I'm being absolutely serious with you. Some of you consume your life with success in things that will not last. 
and you're wasting your time because you'd be, you should be looking to the future. You should be pursuing truth and a God who loves you. And guess what? We don't know what tomorrow will bring. Oh, I've got plenty of time to play my games. I'll seek him later. You don't know. You do not know. Remember last night? We do not know what tomorrow will bring, right? So if success will not last, should that change how I live? Absolutely it should. You should evaluate if things in your life are really worth it. Is this really important in light of eternity? And I'll just, spoiler alert, video games aren't. Now, don't get me wrong. I have a PlayStation. I'm not telling you never to play, but I'm telling you to express discernment over what's most important in life. And when compared to eternity and truth and eternal value, success in this life, in sports, video games, who wins these tournaments at camp, they don't mean anything. In light of eternity. And young men... If you grasp that now, you will find so much more joy in your life, you wouldn't even be able to describe it if you would buy into that right now. Okay? So, will it last? Okay, hold on. That's not near fervent enough. Okay, I want, when I'm asking you that, I'm asking, do you believe that will last? And if you don't think it will, I want you to tell me. Okay? Will that last? No! Amen. Amen. Now, I want to go back. I'm going to go back to our first slide. I don't know how quick this is going to go. We're going to look at a... Could you just jump me to that first slide with 2 Corinthians, Austin? Now, here's the basic principle of what we've learned tonight, is this verse. Okay? Earthly possessions and accomplishments are temporary. And the Bible tells us this. While we look at the thing, not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. Why? Because the things which are seen are temporal. Temporal, that is the idea of the vapor. It's just gone right away. If you can put your hands on it, if you can grasp it in this life, something you could accomplish, something you could attain, an amount of money or success, strength in your body, It's temporary, and it will not last. But what does last? The things which are not seen because they are eternal. And mainly, what we're talking about, the things not seen, is the accomplishment, the work that God will do in your heart if you turn to him. If you will turn to Christ, who has died on the cross for your sin, and ask him to come into your heart and your life, and change you, and grow you into the man he wants you to be, those things, the changes that he accomplishes in your heart, those things when you die, last. And that's what you should want in this life, is a heart that really loves God, that really seeks God, and really knows who he is, has a relationship with him. And so, as we close, I want you to think about those questions we talked about last night. Am I planning for the future? And adding what we learned tonight, am I living for things that are temporary, that will not last? 
I want you to think about this tonight, young men. I want you to think about the things you love, the things that you're already excited to do when you get home, the things that you're missing, those games, those phones, the nonsense. I want you to think about them, and I want you to ask a question. Will that last? And if that's your answer, if the answer is no, maybe you need to have a conversation with the Lord about the things you're living for. Okay? Now, tomorrow night, we're going to have the same question. Will it last? And we're going to look at three things that will. Okay? But tonight, I want you to focus on, am I living for things that won't last? And if you are, would you talk to your counselor about that? Just If you have something in your mind right now, and you're like, hmm, yeah, I love that, and I know it's not going to last because the Bible told me, would you please, please, I'm challenging you, talk to your counselor tonight, okay? Sound good to you, men? Okay, let's pray.